0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Beer Bubbles podcast. We're not only recording a podcast today, we're also recording a YouTube clip. And as usual, like, comment, subscribe to the
1: channel down with the bottle down there. And uh, today's guest is Anders Ström, bar manager at Akkurat in Stockholm, one of the absolute best beer and whiskey bars
2: in the world. So, tell us a bit about your background. Well, uh, (laughs) I actually started out as a a dumb guy. I was out out cutting boots Mm -hmm. with a (laughs) chainsaw. But then my brother called, and he was manager at Gondolmen, close by here. And he wanted someone to work for the summer. Uh, And I said, yeah, well, I haven't anything better for me, so I... Start working at Gondolen and uh, it was quite basic. I was uh, stock managing and stuff. And then, as you have the, I had the interest on, from the beginning with wine and stuff. But there you had all the opportunities to learn. So uh, that's how I got into the interest of of uh, wine and beer. So so it started with beer, with wine at Gondolen and then. When I was working at Goldålen, Akkert was my after work place. So, there, where I learned about beer, because this is my uh, beer university. Mm. <laughs> Let's start by
1: saying cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And we're cheers. Cheers. drinking uh, Cali beer from? Smith Street, uh, yeah.
2: the new venture of Opigolds.
1: Cheers, guys. So Björn has sold out the biggest part
2: of, of the boards Yes. And is now doing... They're now doing what he do thinks is fun, which mm-hmm. is brewing. Yeah. <laughs> so sell the brewery, uh, uh, start brewing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think what's, what's the thing is he, he doesn't have to be involved in the day-to-day business. So yeah. You can do what is fun. But you, you started out at Gondola. Yeah. Which is
1: kind of a wine-based place. Yeah. Uh, went here for beers. Yeah. But why make the change into beer? Because you've not just been here.
2: You, no. You've actually quite recently come back to Accurant. Yeah, I've been working on and off for like 10 years on, mm. at Accurat. But then I have been at some Bishop Arms and other stuff. Uh, but when you... We are followed where the oppi- opportunities are, so... Uh, absolutely, it was fun to work with wine, but then... I felt that, well, beer may, might be a bit more close to my heart, but still, I... I so, didn't... why beer instead of wine? Uh, I think I, I drink more beer than <laughs> wine. <laughs> to me, it's uh, easy uh, access uh, and
1: uh, also the price. Yeah. You can get something really, really good for yeah. about
2: a fourth of the price of a really, really yeah. good wine. But then I, I really are into the real the, the dinner experience or the food that, the combinations of mm-hmm. wine and beer. So uh, that's as I was trained as a sommelier at Condor, and then it's uh, more natural to have the, the two together mm-hmm. that you always think about taste and taste and stuff.
1: Yeah. So pairings are, yeah. are uh, quite an integral part of what you do in a, in a fine dining restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you were to explain
0: Akurat
2: for somebody who doesn't know what Akurat is, what how would you put it? Well, Akurat is, uh, I, I think we have one of the wide range of beers uh, compared to other bars, because I think we try to, to uh, make an example of uh, every kind of beer in the world, but not from all of the world because we still have to have it fresh. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, as you brew really good beer in Sweden, then it's really much, you know, very much of the Swedish craft beer. Uh, but as Akrot has a history of the Belgium beer, so the Belgium stuff is the really strong as well here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a fantastic selection of whiskey as well. So. Mm-hmm. We
1: were supposed to be in the basement today. We were supposed to be, but they where they um, <laughs> store all these fantastic vintages of uh, yeah. Belgian lambics. But they got some customers, <laughs> so there was uh, sorry, there was a whiskey tasting that no one knew was booked. So uh, we're, we're sitting actually now in the club. Yeah, you call mm-hmm. it the, yeah. yeah the club room, the yeah. club room, uh. Uh, which is c- kind of nice because you see people walking by in the Uh, sunlight outside and it's uh, absolutely fantastic Uh, this is a free house yes Uh, for people who don't know what a free house is it's a restaurant or bar which is not uh, sponsored or really tightly
2: connected to one brewery. We have no contract binding contracts of one from any brewery that we have to have beers mm. from it's
1: so. not very usual
2: to have for a bar. In Sweden it's it's very unusual. Really yeah. rare. Yeah. It's it, it's some special beer bars, otherwise a, a normal restaurant in Sweden that isn't specialised on beer, they they usually have a contract yeah. with one of the Major breweries. Yeah, and that means you have to have yeah. like seventy-five or eight percent of the beer in
0: storage
1: has to be from that contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the, like how much you sell has uh-huh. to be uh, borrowed. But, but uh, Akrab hasn't always been a free, free. Uh, well, it have been a free house, but still used a main. Yeah. Uh, brewery as head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, deliverer, or oh, how do you say it? Uh, well it's as
0: as the main yeah. producer yeah, right? main, <laughs> main, yeah. But, supplier I would say yeah main supplier main but, supplier. but um,
1: now yeah. it is actually a proper
2: free app. yeah it is so you only work with whoever you like yeah where, 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 where uh, I think I would like to say where quality is we bite and you <laughs> and get to decide
1: we get to decide yeah uh, um,
2: actually we, you me, get to decide me me and I have a colleague guess what well, Christian uh, we we parts of this uh, bar-managing, so yeah, we get to decide. But I'm staring at a green bottle right now, yeah, which I'm very interested in, <laughs> so... Uh, well, as we did not get to be in the cellar, we went down to have a look, and then I found one of my favorite glasses, uh, sp- uh, spontaneous fermented uh, Belgian beer, and uh, this is a ten-year-old uh, 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 black label. Uh, they do a white label as well, but that uh, then they have killed the beer. It's not alive anymore. So it's pasteurized. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this is still alive and kicking. This is still alive and kicking. And usually, uh, the young shiadam guesses are really, really volatile. Really, <laughs> really <laughs> So I would say, ten years old, they are almost always the best. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So, should we try it? Oh, why not. Cheers. 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 Nice fruitiness and not that much funky. It's got a bit of funk, but it's really
1: mellowed and... Yeah. it's yeah. okay. really rich. That's mm-hmm. good. It's yeah. really full in flavor. Yeah. It's That's not, word, not yeah. like some uh, uh, Lambics that are just dry to the point of you only feel this, mm. the tartness mm. of it. It's it's got quite a lot of
2: body and yeah. a bit of residue sweetness actually. Yeah. And now this is like so many foods. We have, we have our muscles that we are famous for. Mm. Uh, I think most of the different recipes we have. This Would be great or mm-hmm. with a fish or something, it's really, really nice. And now, we, when it's asparagus time, mm-hmm. it's much made <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> and, uh, so,
0: uh, when, when is there
2: a lot of people coming
0: here for the food and wine, com- uh, food food and beer combination? Is there is yeah. a lot of people asking
2: for beer for the food? Yeah, uh, we try, we are not, I would say, right now, but due to circumstances, we're not the best of that, but. but uh, <laughs> We are always trying to do better, mm-hmm. we always think about it, so uh, we always try to uh, do, do the parries, especially when we have some seasoned dish or some daily tip and then we always talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. What we would work with. Yeah. 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 Uh, you said
1: before that the combination of food and drinks is important to you, yeah. it's been for me as well for quite, quite some time. Uh, and this is is this something that the everyday man has started to learn more about beer and food taste uh, pairings rather than going the easy way out and just having a glass of white wine with their
2: fish or a glass
1: of red wine with their meat dish
2: no I, I wouldn't say that most people that come here don't ask for that But we try to encourage them or help them to find something that's new and that, that they can taste for the first time or something and and, and uh, experience something new. Uh, but as I say, the main public here they are just here to have a have a beer and they find something that they really enjoy. Then they and then they drink that several times. But then we have. Uh, other customers. That's more interesting. Always searching for new things, mm-hmm. and then they want to. Yeah, they want. They want always new, so they mm-hmm. always have to check if you have drunk it before. And stuff. I remember and, working at OT, um,
1: and a guy came in and said, "Like, uh, do you have anything new?" And I said, "When what? were you here last time? Yesterday." Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs>
2: We, uh, when well, I accurate, we always have something. Yeah, eat. yeah. I <laughs> uh, least something new they haven't tasted before. No, no absolutely. But is it
1: easier to,
2: to combine beer and food than wine and food, in your opinion? Uh, I think beer and food is is harder. Okay. Uh. Why? Uh, I think I think it's the wine. The wine is a broader spectrum than beer when it comes to, grow well, the basic taste is, tastes, so... And now, I'm just, I just, I feel the opposite. Yeah. But, uh,
1: well, you're a here you're as well. The, and I'm just a nerd.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel
0: like wine can sometimes make more sense than a beer, in, 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 in a way. And uh, also, I think it's because, like, there's a... A little bit of a science behind the, the wine and food combination and people have been doing it for such a long time but people haven't been doing beer and food in the same way or not as broad as with wine
1: mm. so we don't have as much knowledge and the to, vocabulary to as well yeah. when people yeah. uh, people uh, that try wine and have done it for a while they, they use the same terms they yeah. use the same vocabulary yeah. in beer that's yeah. almost non-existent
0: yeah, when you, when you study to be a sommelier, you have this this sheet with all these uh, stages you have to go through for mm-hmm. tasting a wine, and and,
2: yeah. and then when you taste with other people and you 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 get the same language and you mm-hmm. understand each other, even though you say some, something that doesn't make sense, like red berries. Yeah. but mm-hmm. we know what red berries are. Or mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no. uh, so it's well, the beer scene
1: doesn't have that yet. No. I hope it's coming because, uh, to me, when you combine beer and food, when you really hit, mm. it is such to me a bigger impact than when you've got a wine that is good with your food. When you really hit with a beer, it's amazing. So we have to do the the beer bubbles,
0: beer and food combination episode soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes through Sign the up.
1: We <laughs> yeah. might just come here, drink this beer
2: and have some muscles. Mm. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we can set up some excuses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely uh, how many taps do you have? Uh, we have uh, nine plus 15, 24 uh, uh, normal drafts and uh, and 4 cast ales. Mm-hmm. So you're one of the few places... But, we, we, but we usually don't have Maximum three casks. Um,
1: but uh, you are one of the few places here in Sweden that actually do proper
2: cask conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I think this—that's uh, one of the last really craft in serving beer. That's mm. not that you have to learn by doing. You can't just you can't read it. No, no. You have to have another. Uh, expert guy te- teaching you yeah. and tasting. I remember the first time I was going to open one of the
0: this uh, gravity-poured beers on that mm-hmm. without CC there, <laughs> and he tried to explain to me on the phone how to make it, <laughs> so. uh, that did not work out well. as well. Because I ended up pouring out like three, four liters of uh, beer in the bar. That's gravity Baked. pork. <laughs> gravity pork could be also yeah.
1: very, very yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> it just exploded uh, in the uh, bar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, happening? Exactly. But really, it's, you
2: actually have to taste your,
1: uh, taste it and see if it's matured enough. Because yeah. when you open it, when you uh, tap it, yeah. it starts to breathe again. And the second dairy fermentation starts. Yeah. And that
2: fermentation has to slow down. And then the beer is done. Uh, yeah. And and you taste it daily, yeah, to yeah. feel, and it could change for some hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, And if it goes off, it goes off uh, badly. Yeah. Uh. Uh,
1: but uh, Akrab was actually the second place in in the world outside of the UK to get cast mark from, of uh, all well, the cast mark, uh-huh. which is a quality certificate, really. Uh, an organization S- in England.
2: Serving, uh, serving in good Because Pank, yeah. So the second uh, place. Second place. Which one was the first by a few hours? It's, it's really close by here. It's Oliver Twist, where uh, CC Where I work. work. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's our <laughs> friends. <laughs> we have a long, long history with Oliver Twist. This doesn't yeah. have
0: to do with the, the podcast at all, but <laughs> earlier today I got a phone call from CC right before we we're going to meet, and he asked me what I was doing. And I was at uh, B featuring, which he used to work at, which he's told me a thousand times. And okay. he mentions, I used to work there. That's I a know b- 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he does that every time he loves to as well. That's I used a, to work there. That's I a know.
1: big I, I, I have a picture from when he was working there. <laughs> <laughs> he was so young. I've well, seen that as well uh, from Oliver Twist. That uh, was 1995, uh, 96. Uh. Uh, But I I also have a picture uh, which Okerutsus took on the last day I worked at Oliver Twist which got a... Yogi, the owners, put a banner on the bar and said we've been waiting so long for just this day which is a song that is kind of the signature song for my football team as well (laughs) so we've been waiting so long for this day Thank you very much. <laughs> and but finally, yeah, <laughs>
0: that was an effing finger. For yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's no.
1: It was um, all made with with um, a glint in his eye. Yeah. It was. But um, I'm I'm going to combine
0: the two questions now because I think they have uh, a little bit of a they ha- they stick together. <laughs> Covid's been going on for uh, quite a while, and the question I want to go in with is entertainment. How do you do? You have live music usually, or has it changed a lot uh, you, since, since
2: COVID? We haven't had any live uh, music. Accords mm-hmm. uh, used to have uh, live music every week on Sundays, uh, but the last couple of years uh, we went down to have uh, once a month. Uh, uh, but I think, uh, well hopefully, that we'll come back to mm-hmm. once a month and have live music. Uh, because it's really appreciated by many people. Was it was one of the few uh, scenes where music was live on Sundays. In Stockholm? Yeah, and it, it uh, f- no no charge, free entrance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do any other
0: type of entertainments
2: without? Uh, like or did right, right now it um, did? Or not no, did or? no, no, we, did, no, not other than live music, and sometimes when Akron has uh, some Jubilee, then it was live music all all week or something, Mm -hmm. but uh, we should have had a really good uh, 45-year celebration last year, but sorry. Uh, But on Sunday... Other entertainment, it's the old guys in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but on
1: Sunday you're going to do uh, gravity poured uh, beer from Helsinget? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Because uh,
2: this is coming uh, out tomorrow, yeah. which is Friday. So uh, yeah. on, this, on Sunday I'm going to pour uh, Pilsner from Helsinget on Birgeri, Uh, uh Which is really good. Really, really good. Uh, and I w- we will serve some herring as well. So wow. it's uh, really, I would say it's uh, old man's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Young Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. this Sunday, but we were supposed to
0: to sit in the basement, as we said. We were supposed to be there and uh, have a gorgeous background yeah. and everything. We, we still have a gorgeous background. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of uh, whiskey bubbles. <laughs> whiskey bottles here. Uh, it's not, it's not, uh, whiskey bubbles, maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but tell us a little bit more about the basement. The, uh, the basement, uh, the 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 white, uh, the beer cellar has evolved since the beginning and and at first as no one has done that before uh, not every beer is done for aging oh. so this is a continuing experience what we should store in southern and what we should not mm-hmm. so um, uh, so it's 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 um, continuing uh, uh, experience of it If you tap the table, it's uh, going uh. <laughs> to... Uh,
1: but down there in the basement, you actually have curry bottles from... I know some guys in the U.S. actually watch this. And the most mythical brewery in the world, according to most Americans, is Cantillon. Yeah.
2: And you got vintages that the brewers themselves don't have anymore. No. Uh, we have uh, really, we have like 20 years old uh, campgrounds and stuff, yeah. And they actually uh, did beers for Arcarats? Yeah. They did uh, the Soleil de menu uh, and they have uh, done a couple of other beers, but uh, I think the Soleil de menu is the, the beer that everyone's talking about. and that With is, the cloudberries. With actually. the cloudberries, and they, they've done three? Three, three different, no, four different. Four think, different uh, products,
1: yeah. <laughs> And one year... On the 20th anniversary of Oliver Twist, they actually, they had one keg and they were going to, uh, the den owner put up on Facebook, we're going to open it at five o'clock. And he stood on the keg and said, uh, our sister restaurant, which, because it was the same owner from the beginning, uh, will turn 20 tomorrow. And then he took the keg and they carried it up to Oliver Twist. And I was standing in the bar and I had maybe 10 customers. And I saw the kid coming, so I went back, I connected it, come back and there's 250 people in front of me. It was all,
2: all, all, all people would be mad that they just followed. <laughs> and your boss
1: to be Thomas, uh, he was standing in the bar with a guy who was new. And this guy was almost crying. He was like, everyone just left and they their tabs are still in the. In the machine. Thomas was like, it's cool, they'll be back here an hour or so. (laughs) Don't worry, that's the most beautiful
0: thing about uh, the beer scene, I feel, uh, at least in Stockholm, probably is in Gothenburg as well, (laughs) goddammit, is that when you're a regular at, uh, at a place and you just leave, (laughs) they're like yeah he's coming back
1: so it's (laughs) It's fine
0: (laughs) uh, nobody blinks an eye
1: I've actually done an accidental runner here Uh, so I called the then bar manager uh, in the morning the day after and said I think I forgot to pay my bill and he said like yeah I paid it you pay it next time you come there no worries (laughs) (laughs) but But you have quite a lot of uh,
0: tastings down in the basement as well one right now one right now, <laughs> exactly, but that's a whiskey tasting. That's a whiskey tasting, yeah. yeah. Uh, is the whiskey tasting more popular or the beer tasting? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. As they've been, we have had the, the beer tasting a bit resting because mm-hmm. that's also about Corona and how many. Me- if, if you just have to have, it's allowed to have eight and it's hard to get, them. Mm-hmm. But then you have to pay a lot to have mm-hmm. a person needing the tasting. so... But so there's a new guy coming in doing tastings yeah, for you. I heard that. I heard that. It, yeah, I think he's quite, the, <laughs> quite the celebrity on the podcast and
1: stuff. So we're gonna do um, beer tastings yeah. down, or I'm gonna yeah. hold beer tastings here at um, yeah. Akrat in the future. Yeah. Uh, so if you wanna try some beers and you're in Stockholm, call Akrat's Get yeah. me. Yeah. So you can either call Akurat, CSE Entertainment, or Bubbles, <laughs> <laughs>
2: whichever you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: what are people drinking nowadays? Because this is uh, the eternal question. People people change their palates. What is it in the, these
2: days? At least here, mm-hmm. I think it's it's like. Uh, different segments <laughs> of... I think so the, the, big, the large group of people who really, really like to drink beer, they are still discovering that India Pale Ale is a different beer. Mm. So they ask for <laughs> India Pale Ale. Uh, and then we have the, the the one who is tasting everything. They, they want to have the latest juicy uh, hazy IPA I or the modern sour kettle sours and stuff with fruit, different fruits and so. Uh, so and then we have the old guys like me, who who really enjoy a uh, cask ale or, or or a lager, a
0: I'm basically an old guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Or uh, this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's lager still because there's an old. I'd say a Swedish expression,
2: like Storstark, yeah. big, strong. Uh, do people still come in and order that? They still come in and order that, and I, I think that's fine if you mm-hmm. want it. Then we, For me, the Storstark is the cheapest uh, lager on draft, mm-hmm. uh, and they get that. And mm-hmm. here they get luxury because they get... Uh, he uh, had from Hodge for really nice <laughs> price. <so. laughs> awesome. I've,
0: I've said for how long ago was it? I, I, I before I joined Beer Bubbles, I was on the Old mm-hmm. which was CC's podcast uh, before this one, and we talked about trends a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was firm with lager is always going to stand, mm-hmm. but. And I, th- I still think that lager is always going to stand, but in, in in different aspects, it's a lager as every other beer style is evolving, mm-hmm. because lager is not just the macro brewed the uh, big castle. It's more the you have the craft side, you have the hoppy lagers and everything. But I, I feel like lager is going to stand forever,
2: mm-hmm. basically. I think people are discovering the difference between lager and lager. Yeah. What's yeah. what's, what's uh, What's made in a factory or what's mm-hmm. made in a in the craft brewery?
1: Yeah, it, it can still be quality if it's made in a factory, but it's it's yeah. right. a different kind of experience to drink a craft lager which has matured long enough. Yeah, which is uh, if it's
2: made in the right factory, it's matured mm. long yeah. enough as well. Yeah. yeah. But, but some most doesn't. most macro Brew loggers today are actually sold before they're made. Right?
1: Yeah. So but they rush it. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I feel like there's also this uh, thing where the uh, there's also where does the beer come from? Like when, mm-hmm. when you know it's from a small brewery it's handmade you know the guys you know Unpasteurized Unpasteurized and you know the guys who, yeah. who, who who spend their time and all the time and money and souls to make a good beer. I think that's that gives you a little bit more like, ah, this beer is good.
1: I remember I did an interview with a couple of Gothenburg brewers about Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a home brewer and you want to start your own brewery, uh, what should I think about? And Richard from uh, Bibliothek, he said to me, Don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's actually taking all your money Uh. and throwing it into a black hole. Uh. Because you will never get your money back but you might have fun throwing yeah. your pen yeah. money away, and if you're going to get your money back, it's this
0: much of a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, of course there are breweries in some cases that have uh, really done it, that has been lucky enough to get bought up yeah. by a big big uh, company. Like uh, yeah, but also the ones who the are right.
1: independent now that have been around for a while, like Hoppiworts, like Nymässalm, like Sjabo, uh, like uh, Jämtlands, Nytoskar. There's quite a few that still produce quality beers, yeah. and I've done it from the start. Yeah, uh, and there's a
2: reason they're still around. Huh? They yeah. do good beers, and they uh, and they have a really good core production that they yeah. sell volumes of. They they don't have to always do new things because they have established them as a good. Yeah, and um, the new um, things are actually
1: paid by. I feel like
0: the, the beer industry is just like the, the rock and metal industry when it began. In the beginning you knew about every every band or brewery there was yeah. and as, as further it goes <laughs> it's like it's yeah. getting
2: a bigger and bigger mess. <laughs> I, I, that, that I can relate because yeah. when some years ago, before the really big boom when it started hundreds of breweries in Sweden, mm-hmm. you always, when when someone comes come to the bar and ask, oh, I will start a brewery. And you were really, really interested. And then you felt like, it. okay, nice try. <laughs> good luck. I will drink your beer when it's <laughs> finished. But come with I your tests drink, tests but if you want to. It was soon like they were starting breweries in every corner of the...
1: But it, it is a good thing for, um, like, out in the countryside, most small breweries that start have a fan base in their mm. hometown, yeah. Yeah. and it's good for for the
2: development of small companies out in the country as well. Yeah, I would say if if you start a, a, a small brewery out, start start a, a, a beer bar. Yeah. yeah. Because then you have set off of, of your uh, normal production. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So so that that's the that's a big Tips from uh, three beer drinkers. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when we talked to uh, Sockby at the other yeah. week,
2: yeah, uh, really good new brewers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and they uh, they were really serious about. Without the brew pub, they yeah. wouldn't be anything. No, no. yeah, because they, they, they started out brewing for the brew no, pub no. because they couldn't be asked since they are actually up on, or on the hill, the ski slope. Uh, they didn't want to just chug casks or kegs yeah. up up the mountain they brewed it themselves so they could well they didn't have to go down to the village to pick up stuff yeah, exactly mm-hmm. and uh, I mean they were they're, they're focused very
0: locally as Sebastian said in the interview mm-hmm. if you've seen that uh, they're focused very locally and on the tourism as well yeah but what is as well they had a, a a great opportunity with the waterproof company; that they can work together with because waterproof mm. company made made the grounds. as They it kind said. of paid the way. Yeah, paid the way, but in the end, like, it doesn't matter if somebody paid the way or not because you have to do <laughs> do it yourself, yeah, yeah. and you have to do a good beer. Yeah, that's the most important thing. If, if you don't do a good beer, you're not gonna make it. But I think I think they they managed to do a
1: lot of good beers, and they, they were that friendly. actually brings me really into the next question that I had Mm. because quality is key. Is the normal beer drinker more informed today than it was 10 years ago? Is he aware of what what quality is or is he just drinking something local because it's local, do you
2: think? Uh, That's a hard question. I, I think sadly enough there are, people are drinking a lot of bad beers, mm-hmm. and not aware, aware of it, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I, if you don't know anything
0: else, it's a good yeah. beer.
2: <laughs> but yes, I, yes. I know, like, back in the days when people tasted uh, uh, a Hof as it should be, mm-hmm. they were disappointed, because they didn't taste as much as the, the defect yeah, Karlsberghof, this was clean. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: of
0: course it's it's different but i feel like if, what i've noticed is that even though you don't the speaking from a from a bar position when you're standing behind the bar people that don't, that don't know beer is usually "stur stark" or "help me surprise uh, me uh, mm. help me find a beer" yeah, I
1: like or it. going "i want an IPA" and then you say "i want IPA" they say uh. Because they've seen Lagunitas IPA, uh, and yeah. it excess IPA on the bottle. And you go, which one do you want? And they go, there's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and,
2: then, and then you can start educating. And you yeah. see, happy, drunk. <laughs> And, and it, then you have another classic, it's like, I want an IPA. And then they, they say it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be happy, it shouldn't be, and then you take away all that an IPA is, then you don't want an IPA. <laughs> but the, th- the thing is, this
1: is not their fault. Um, no, of course And And uh, what we are there to do, at least I, a big part of my job is trying to be an educator without uh, being patronizing and, and down letting because the important thing is what you like is the most important thing. Yeah. Which is basically the whole
0: idea behind the beer bubbles as well. Yeah. Because it's not about who knows the most or who's the best. It's more like we enjoy drinking. Beer, beer should be
1: fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And taste is the most subjective thing. Thing yeah. we own. Yeah. So your taste is never the same as mine. Well, it's, sometimes it's the same it's, as mine.
0: But it, when I, I don't know if you had the same experience when you started to be a sommelier, but. I probably did it a couple more years later. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> would say a uh, lot <laughs> <more laughs> of years yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but <laughs> one of the first things I was taught, which was by Michel Hamel was the, the exact thing you said, the taste is very personal, but you can never, never be wrong. No. Mm-hmm. But wine has, with wine you have this language-like scent, mm-hmm. as we said before, yeah. like... Mm. This, this is a language that everybody who talks wine speak. Mm. So that's why we can communicate with an easier way. Even though I feel like, oh, it tastes like grandma socks. Uh, mm. People will know, like, uh. oh, okay, he probably means like that because uh. you know the flavor that mm. uh. related to that flavor. But with beer, there's not uh, like, there's no standard no, in no, a way no, exactly. that there's uh. no
1: language exactly. And, uh, We'll just have to change that. Yeah, but it's it's coming a little bit uh, more and more. I mean, it's really hard when you try to do tastings as well because yeah. I often talk about flavors as colors. Yeah. When mm-hmm. something is hoppy and fresh, it to me it's green. Yeah, exactly. When something is oxidized and fading, it's brown. Mm. Uh, I like a banana. So, uh, <laughs> no. or or like uh, wet cardboard or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and and, and
0: when you when you talk about with cardboard, mm-hmm. when you talk about that with wine, it's it's a cork defect. Like it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's bad. So it's it's two completely different languages. You, you you can't use the wine language for beer because that would be. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can. Just, uh, I, but nothing. Not, uh, not with cardboard. Nothing uh, uh, with cardboard. But, I think it's better actually to to try
1: to develop a
0: exactly. new language for beer. Exactly, it's a. Uh, it's like when you speak
1: different languages; different words have different meanings in different languages. But right now, you and me are talking quite a lot. This is actually our guest. It is. We yeah. should bring it back to him. <laughs> what would you like
2: people to drink more of? Oh, I don't know. But uh, what's your favorite style? Uh, I, I, would, I would say, I would say, if you really, really have to have to say something, then I would say it's it's a British pale bitter. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do we agree? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind, yeah. but me, that, that, I've been uh, trying to get people to drink more milds for ages.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I like low alcohol or low ABD yeah. beers because I can drink more and yeah. you can tell from yeah.
2: us guys yeah. that we'd like to drink quite a few beers. Yeah, when, it, when it's around 4% it's perfect Then mm. yeah. I can drink a lot. But, it, it's a style that
1: is it's been quite untrendy yeah. for quite a while. But people are are actually going back to drinking uh, but traditional style. I don't know uh, what
2: was was it must have been uh, was it the tender from Systema and then it showed up a great deal of bitters and mild yeah. a couple of months ago. Because Systema actually drives um. what
1: people drink more than um. people think. Yeah, they, they have people working,
0: they have a specialized, like, they, they, they throw out the, what do you call it? Tenders. The tenders, and what kind of beers they want, yeah. and breweries mm-hmm. can send in their mm-hmm. tastings, and they try it blindfolded, without knowing the brand, and mm-hmm. they choose it, and uh, that, that's a good, a good thing. Not blindfolded, but blind. Uh. But blind, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> blind, blind. But, and I think that's a good thing, that's a really good thing Sinabod
1: does. But... What people don't realize is that the system has got a power over what is going to sell and, and produce because if they say well right now we want a hoppy wheat beer then all brewers in sweden are going to try to brew a, a hoppy wheat beer and then the market would be flooded with that so people will stop drinking uh, and i don't know if it's good all the time no. It's, it's both ways.
2: It's mm-hmm. of course both ways always. But uh, because then it gets flooded that time of the same type yeah. of beer. So now every brewery is doing the same. And that's, I think that's mm-hmm. a, as, as I'm buying beers. Well, nowadays, nowadays I have only size to choose about. Mm-hmm. But, mm. but well, you know,
1: I, I had a problem when I worked, uh, especially uh, down at Kenningham I tried to source a a stout that was under five percent, uh, really dry and there was nothing to find. There was so the from Nyunizalm and Guinness, that's it. Did stout. Okay. And that that was That's the best one. Yeah, but that's the ones that were time. were for <laughs> that were available to find. Which means that if System doesn't put it up in a tender uh. Brewers won't brew it. Well, maybe,
0: maybe that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I feel like the the what is it? Oli said it. I think. Uh, Stevie. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah, Stevie. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. There's uh, more than one well, Oli. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he he. We were we were talking mm-hmm. about Steambalagi with him a little bit, and he mentioned that it works quite well if you get if you know their system. Yeah, like you have you have if to. If you really work with if you work with the system. Yeah, exactly. And mm. he said, uh, as long as you work with the system, you're mm. gonna get all the, the good mm. stuff from, from working with them. But if you try to go out the, uh, out of the system a little mm. bit, you you you, you mm. you're mm. fucked. Uh. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucked. But uh,
1: I think we should try to conclude this soon. Yeah. Well, so but um, the question: What is the future of
2: Strömmen and Akko? Yeah, uh, Akurat now. I feel that we finally can, uh, after this corona stuff, doing uh, what we should do, and that's getting better with uh, both uh, having more beer and better food, and yeah, having fun. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Strömmel's future is in Akurat for right now, yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, I think it's. Had, has been almost a uh, lost year, but that uh, we couldn't develop anything. We yeah. just have to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And now, uh,
1: government's now, now gone out and said, like, 1st of June, uh-huh. they're gonna start release restrictions
2: and things for yeah. it. But now I think we can, like, develop, not yeah. just survive. So, yeah. Yeah. Do but you wanna do the last question? The absolute last question. Do
1: you wanna yes, please? Yes, ma'am. you can. Uh, Anders, I'm terribly sorry, but you're gonna die. You're on your deathbed. Yes. And you can have one more beer. Yeah. Not lots of them, just one. Just one beer. What Whichever beer, you want. What beer, like, from all beer production in the world, um, what beer would you have? magically appear. Uh, uh,
2: uh, that's because, uh, that's my last, uh, yeah. The last for all. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I think... As I remember, I, it, it could be a, 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 an imperial stout from America called uh, Siberian Nights. Which brewery is that? Uh, I don't remember the brewery. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll just have to check uh, it uh, out. Yeah, a good, <laughs> a <good beer>. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fill it in, but that's that's absolutely the best uh, imperial stout I ever have drunk, and we. Uh, here at Acheron, they had like a cast that was hidden away. hidden away for 10 years, I think 8-10 years, mm-hmm. and that was magic. So it was the age as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I remember a special uh, imperial stout that I drank down here all the time when I worked in all of the twists, uh, and I was the only one who drank it. That was the Avery Tsar from uh, Yeah. 13. I think you dropped door. Yeah. I've, I've, I know I had the last bottle. Yeah. Um, and that was when I had a bad night. I just came down here uh. and that was happy again. Yeah. Since it was 13% of like 65 centiliters. They had do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you know what it's like. Thank you very much, Anders. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully
0: uh, well, you
2: got something of that. Yeah of, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> this say. was uh, amazing <laughs> uh,
0: and we love to be here at Akurat. and uh, what it seems like is that we're gonna get to be here a little bit more yeah, often. Yeah, you're mm.
2: welcome to record anytime you want. So okay. big big uh,
0: shout out to Akurat. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Thank you. you.
1: And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, press that notification bell, like it. Uh, please check out our Patreon site, uh, we try to survive from doing this as well so if you have a chance, help us out. Uh, what yes.
0: else? Uh, write a comment. Yes. yes. Tell us what you think about this video, if you have any questions for Strömmen about Akarat, say them or go here yourself and ask them. And whatever you do. Drink, drink, drink better, better. Beer. Let's do it again. Um, uh and whatever you do drink better beer the double skit bra